And welcome to our next episode of Video Game Realness, episode three. Yay! Yay. Can we harmonize that? Yay! Yay. Stop trying to make that deep voice, girl. We know your voice isn't that deep. Anyways. (laughs) It's July 5th when we're recording this. Why the daddy's like me. My name's Delvin. I'm Cameron. I'm James. I'm Michael. And this week we have a couple things to go over. Uh, we're going to go over a couple items in the news for the this past week. Uh, we also have um, a Nintendo press event that uh, myself and Michael went to. Uh, so we're going to talk about that a bit. Um, and we're also going to discuss uh, HD ports and uh, remakes and what impact that has on the gaming industry as a whole. And then we'll close it and talk about what we're playing this week. So, just to keep things a little light at the start, Mm -hmm. uh, just this past week, since we didn't record something earlier, uh, because it was Pride Week here in Toronto. Yay! Whoop, whoop. mm -hmm. How -hmm. was everyone's pride? Drunk. Really? I thought it was the opposite. Sweating so much, you could never, like... I know. Yeah. I'm sweating right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my pride was good. I remember dancing in front of a fan by the end of the Girl, day. you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were completely drunk. I'm drunk right now. No, you're not. <laughs> Don't uh, lie. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was my birthday that weekend, so it was kind of like yes. very long extended celebrations. Yeah, so Pride Week was fun. Um, if you were in Toronto, leave a comment and let us know how your Pride was. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. I'm building a fan base. God, <laughs> stop being such bitches. Everyone's laughing at Michael right now. <laughs> but no, we really would love to hear how your Pride Week was. Um, definitely send us a tweet or Facebook us. We want to hear from you. Just remember at, to use the hashtag BG Realness. Realness. <laughs> hashtag BG Realness. Hashtag. Or at Let's make BG a trend, Realness. guys. How oh. do they work? Oh, goodness. All right, we're, 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 we'll, keep, we'll keep it back on track here. So uh, going over a couple items from the news items this week. Well, we'll start off with what James has to bring. Okay, so <laughs> for the past couple weeks, I've been going on about Final Fantasy thirteen and Square Enix. You don't say. And how upset I am at them for essentially taking a really good thing, which is the JRPG, and destroying it. So... I'm going to start off by saying something positive, however. So they did a sort of game expo in France, I think, this just past week. And they showed 13 minutes of Final Fantasy XIII 3, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIII 2. No, uh, no. I, I saw, no, okay, no, I sh- saw a really good tweet <laughs> about the title. So it's called Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIII. And if you take out the colon, it looks like she's going to GameStop to return her copy of the game. Yeah, I'd return <laughs> Lightning Returns, game. Final Fantasy Return 13. all of them. Anyways, the game actually looks pretty much, it, it looks interesting as it is becoming more of an action RPG. So they've taken the paradigm shift and it's called Style Shift now. And you get to change all the moves in your skill set. And it's kind of more live action, so when you want to do an attack, you press a button on the controller and actually does the attack. So it's not... It's a completely different battle system. So it's shaping up to be a pretty good game. It's just not a Final Fantasy game. The thing that I'm angry about now, not so much angry as I am, just annoyed, is that they're clearly panicked that this game isn't going to sell well. And so what they've decided to do is take this Final Fantasy VII remake that they've been teasing forever... Since and the like 
what the PS3. launch of reveal, PS3. The reveal of the PS3, pretty yeah. much. And they decided to turn it into a pre-order costume for Lightning. Now, if you pre-order Final Fantasy XIII 3 Lightning Returns, you can look like Cloud and use Cloud's blade to do nothing Cloud do would do to play a game that is nothing like Final Fantasy VII. But you can look like him. But you can look like him. And you can have his blade. Yeah. But I, mean, I guess it's looking like him. So. It's just so cheap. It's, well, that's probably what it is. They might be in fear of the game not doing well, and they're trying to generate some buzz going for it because they, you know, they also had the um, Final Fantasy VII released on Steam this week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, which is also annoying because they didn't up the graphics at all. Well, it's the same one. Like they released it again on PC last year, and it is the exact same version. Just now, it's on Steam. It's the same price. Mm -hmm. It's the same everything. It's still not on Mac. Um, but the one thing that I did find interesting is they generated, not hype, but they definitely got people thinking about Final Fantasy VII earlier in the week, and then they released it on Steam. So I think it was smart of them to do it that way, right? Get people saying, like, oh, oh yeah. Cloud, like, I wish I could play as Cloud again. And then, like, you want to play as Cloud again? Here's Cloud again. And Or for the people who don't even know who Cloud is. Yeah. When they saw, because, there, I mean, there might have been people who are didn't get into yeah, Final Fantasy true. until like, you know, Final Fantasy 10 or maybe Final Fantasy 13 was the first Final Fantasy that they played for them. For them, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> but um them showing off like the skin for for Lightning with Cloud. So some people yeah. might have been like, "Well, who yeah. is this?" "Oh, well, you don't know who it is. Well, here's the game on Steam and you can go play it." So I mean that Yeah, I just feel like this is yet another sort of demonstration of how Square Enix is slowly losing their knack and being able to sell games on their own virtue. They're just going to re-release things over and over and over again. I mean, when is Final Fantasy VII going to be on the iPhone? Because I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait to play it on my oh God. iOS if that, device. If that day comes... It's going to come. No, but if that day comes... It's going to come. That's, it, that will be a very sad day if it gets to the point that they are releasing... Final Fantasy VII on iPhone. And it'll but be they're already at number six. That's the next one. And so it'll how be, is that? There'll be two different prices. There'll be one price for the iPhone, and there'll be one price for the iPad. No, they stopped that. They stopped that with Final Fantasy uh, IV. Is it still like $40? No, no it'll be like, like 15 oh, Well, that that's... That, okay. And then there's going to be a lightning skin for Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> but Just in, in case in you really janky, miss lightning. But in janky, <laughs> in janky PS1 graphics, too. So, you know... That'll yeah. look great. Anyway, that's what that's. I was just sort of disappointed to see I saw that's so how many we people were seeing like this be remade. Spike with pre-orders, though. Everybody I saw commenting from that was like, "Oh man, like I wasn't that excited about this game, but like I'm totally getting it now." So, it worked, I guess. I suppose it worked. Yeah, as somebody who doesn't play Final Fantasy um, and plays a lot of like Western shooter games where pre-order bonuses are, here's this gun that you can't get unless you buy it from this store. Here's this mission that isn't available. I find this to be a perfectly acceptable, like it's cosmetic for me. I'm like, I would so much prefer that as a, you're trying to grab me to buy it early. I would prefer that over some of the things I've seen in other games. So that's why I looked at it. I was like, oh, that's okay. I don't, care frankly but, right. but I, remake I, final fantasy 7 already i know <laughs> everybody wants it to happen honestly i just want final fantasy 6 remade more than 7 but yeah. i but final fantasy 6 is in the making right pretty much they, they, they kind of confirmed um 
it that it's at least going to probably be remade for iOS Delphin. So, uh, but then they'll probably okay. put that somewhere else. But okay, quickly with the Final Fantasy VII remake, is that something people actually like that you guys here actually want? Because I see a lot of Final Fantasy VII fans saying. You know what? This game remade like nowadays wouldn't be that good. Like there was something just about the the PS one and the way it was kind of you know well, being made. And I don't know. I think we'll we'll well we'll touch on that more when we get to that segment of the podcast because we're going to talk about oh, HD yeah, ports about and HD remakes ports. Okay, later. I forgot. Um, but anyway, hold on to your seats. We'll we'll That's get into we'll get into that discussion more later. Um, anyway, on to Cameron. To the discussion on other things. All right, so as we saw in the past, uh, well, I guess a couple of weeks, uh, Don Matrick, everyone's favorite person from Microsoft, announced that he was leaving the company to go become the CEO of everyone's favorite company, Zynga. I love Farmville. Oh, my <laughs> God. So that's, that's been a fun thing. So he announced that he's going to Zynga. He's getting about $50 million out of it over the next few years. The first year in various stocks and bonuses and all that, he's getting $10 million. Oh, my God. On the day that this was... Well, I don't know if it was the day or around the week, but... Uh, it, happened, it all happened this week. Yes, uh, yeah. Zynga, Zynga's stock has shot up. It wasn't huge, but considering oh. their stock was oh, doing yeah. very terribly, people like shareholders were actually excited I should have bought some Zynga stock last well, week. Think about what it was like last year. Remember when Draw Something was like ridiculously popular, mm-hmm. and then they bought that studio for a lot of money, and then they shut it down two months ago. Did they really? Yeah, they oh. did. And then everybody was like, "Oh, Zynga's in trouble." And and then now with this, um, yeah, it's it's just so weird to make that kind of move for like. I mean, I, I just I. When I heard that, I was like, really? Like, you went from, like, top of the, like, fairly high up on the food chain, so to speak, with working with Xbox to go to Zynga? Yeah. I don't think it was option. I don't think it was his choice. No. I think it was like, okay. And I think a lot of it had to do not with the public's reception of the Xbox One and its former DRM policies. I think it had to do with... Uh, uh, comment of, oh, well, if you don't like it, then get an Xbox 360. And everybody lost their shit then. I'm actually going to say it was the exact opposite. Um, whenever you're going to make a move like this, um, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, right, there was I that get, video clip that you sent. Yeah. And we'll I, post I, it in, the, in our section oh, after. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's a... Yeah, he made some interesting points about how, like, if you're going to... S- switch out your CEO and go to another company, a company that's in the same industry, you don't do it overnight. You make sure your stockholders all know. The thing is, though, after having read that, there have been reports coming out of Microsoft itself that it doesn't look like Microsoft knew he was leaving. It looked like he knew because he was set up to be the head of a new division that was going to be Microsoft and their surf, uh, sorry, Xbox and their Surface uh, division tablet, yeah. yeah. The tablet, yeah. So he was completely set up to be the, the head of that, and then he left. And once he left, there were messages going out to everyone on, who worked for him that the reporting lines were now going directly to the CEO of Microsoft, which is not something that would normally happen. 
It looked like they were scrambling. If this was something that Microsoft had planned, they would have had, had his replacement. Yeah, yeah they, they would have, have said, have, like, he's leaving, and here's and his here's replacement. And here's a replacement, bam. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Effective today. Yeah. And they were just kind of like, um, CEO? So they, most likely in this case, probably weren't ready, but he probably exactly. knew. That's right. Which casts more, it makes more sense now when you go back and think of the things he said, the things he's done like yeah. over the, he, he was done he it, was done it's yeah. he had checked out he was like whatever i'm leaving peace out microsoft it, it's very interesting don't have internet buy an iphone <laughs> play farmville <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's, it, it, it makes sense when you think about it because like i mean he obviously had checked out with the things that he was saying and his and his attitudes i mean yep. oh buy a 360 if you don't have the internet like what company would come out and say that people live in submarines like i mean come on that's whatever Mm. (laughs) so yeah of course this is all speculation this is coming out of reports and it's what people are saying and just based off what's happened in the past but god it's just so delicious yeah i love it i absolutely i'm enjoying this far more than actually caring about the consoles i just like seeing all the politics Mm -hmm. there has been quite a bit now, as of the time we're recording, I think it was today, they announced the replacement for him. Um, it's a woman. Her name is Julie. It is Julie Larson Green. She was head of, I believe, Windows 7 and, controversially, Windows 8. Ooh, um, thumbs up, Julie. I know, right? Well, Great the, track record. The thing isn't so much about her track record. It's the whole internet mouth breather thing about the fact that a woman is running Xbox. Oh, and everyone mm-hmm. is just like... What the hell's a woman gonna do at Xbox? And yeah. I can I don't, only imagine. I don't. It's it's similar to the whole Aisha Tyler mm-hmm. thing yeah. mm-hmm. of oh, why is a woman like games? Why is she telling me about my new games? And it's like, it, it's so backwards. I don't understand. Well, your I mean, their market is like, you know, brosifs, brosifs. You know, males between the age of eighteen to twenty-four. Well, I'd say sixteen to like. 45 yeah. is their market is, is what they go for. So like, you know, they don't want to hear their news. They don't want to hear like a woman running the company. It'll be like their mom making their game console. Yeah. See, this is the funny thing about the industry though, is that you actually see reports come out that 50% of gamers are now over the age of like 30 and 40 and it's split 50-50 female to male, yeah. but they're still marketing towards those. All the males. Yeah, about from that 18 to 26 It's because of, thing. of the type of games that they're playing, yeah. because a lot of people do play games on their iPhones or um, you know, various titles and whatnot, and uh, so some people are like, oh, they're not gamers, but in surveys like that, of course they're counted as, they're games. They're that's, that's, a, that's a gamer, yeah. right? Um, it's just different from what the norm is. Um, well, or I mean, not not even the norm because there's more of them than there are. They're just not as uh, they're just louder. I exactly. mean that demographic is much louder. Take much for example louder. any article on Kotaku that mentions feminism in oh any single in, in the slightest is immediately attacked and destroyed. And then the three articles after that, you get those trolls saying, "Oh, so are we writing this article because there's a lady in it? It means I hate her because I'm a man." Like. That attitude is so loud that the game companies feel like they must respond to it because it is so vocal, and that's why they cater to them. It's 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 the loudest. Let me cater to you. (laughs) Sung by Destiny's Child, which is comprised of three women. (laughs) It's the the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Exactly. Yeah, those who those who yell the loudest on the internet generally tend to get what they want. Mm -hmm. Now the Zynga thing. 
back to that. I think, because that company to me, and again, I haven't been following it that closely. I've never actually played a Zynga game. Um, you probably have, but... No, I never, I never played game. Farmville. I never played Draw Something. Or I, Words with Friends? Was that no, Words I with never friends. played Words with Friends. Okay. Oh. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I never played any of those, so I haven't been following the company that closely, but the reports I've seen, it hasn't seemed to be doing well. So I'll be curious to see if now what direction the company takes. Are they going to start doing bigger games? Because now you do have someone with an expertise who, who is used to running a huge probably why they console wanted division. Him. They want to expand, I guess, and yeah. do... Like, maybe they want to get into the indie space on consoles. Like, become, like, an indie publisher yeah. or something? Or, like, or indie developer? Like making, yeah, like making small type of farm village type or draw something type games on your Xbox or your PlayStation. They kind of have been doing that, but it's more being a, rather than supporting the indie developers, is uh, eating them whole. <laughs> buying them out, yeah. buying the IPs, firing the but staff. But maybe that's what they want to do. <laughs> maybe they want to acquire more, have them under the Zynga umbrella, and then they can have like a console space where these developers who would have just published games on their own yeah. have now been swallowed. Yep. As much as we hate, uh, well, hate on Don Matrick uh, for the past few months. You gotta admit, he did bring Microsoft back out of a slump. They were operating at a loss for a while, and then he brought them back into it. Before that, he worked at EA for a very long time, worked on... FIFA. Exactly. And, some, and of their, some of their biggest properties, whatever you may think about them, they are their biggest properties, and he was a big thing behind that. So... We'll see. we'll see. And he's Canadian. I, yeah, he is I Canadian. learned that in that article you oh, said. Oh, is he Canadian? He yeah. is Canadian. Oh, and that explains his bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> he is from. I'm not going to say it. He is from Vancouver. Oh. That's some Toronto shade right there. <laughs> shade. Shade, shade you from, from the east. Shade from the east coast. Shade um, from the east. Now, what was I going to say about uh, that article that. Uh, Cameron also also gave to us was saying that he flies a private jet to work every day and that he lives like a Saudi prince. Like that he's was got such a lot a, of money. I know. It's oh, so and now he's getting more of it from Zynga. Yay! Hallelujah. Although most of it's in stock options, and he has to yes. stay there to get most of it. Yeah, so. still um, still money. Like it's still money. That's true. <laughs> like, point, so. It's still money. Oh well. Anywho, uh, James, tell us about that Pokemon video that you were telling us about earlier. It is one of the cutest things I've ever seen. I haven't watched it. So there's a YouTube video going around. I actually first found it on Meme Base called Pokemon in Real Life. And it is... High five to Cameron. Pokememes.com. That's why. <laughs> and uh, it literally is a YouTube video. We'll have it in the show notes. You should really check it out. It's the most adorable thing we'll ever. We'll link it. It is um, a real-life or what Jigglypuff would look like in real life, being, you know, breaking out of a Pokeball, walking around, rolling down a slide, swinging on... You know, the more I talk about this, the more obnoxious I real- realize this sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and how everyone's probably thinking, good God. Like, what? Jigglypuff doesn't actually do anything Four in Four episodes video, in and they're already here. <laughs> um, but it, everyone should check it out. It's, it's, it's really well done. Jigglypuff's yeah. adorable. The only thing I don't get about that video is the end, where, like, there's this guy walking down the street and hugs Jigglypuff. And then it looks like there's going to be a series of videos yeah. where he hangs out with Jigglypuff in real life. I know you didn't like it, but I almost cried at that point. Because I'm like, hey, oh my god, it's my childhood. I wish I was that person. I really wish I could <laughs> hug Jigglypuff. <laughs> oh my god. But they made Jigglypuff hairy. 
He looked it dirty. And no, it's no, it's cute, Harry. Though no, like, but he looked like he was dirty. Well, well he was rolling around look, yeah, in the like, dirt, and it wasn't like a dirty pokeball. Yeah, yeah, but didn't he? Okay, just trying to make it fit in with the world a bit better than being like pristine as a. I always thought Jigglypuff was rubbery. I think she is, she is described as she's a balloon Pokemon. Yeah. Okay, well, someone didn't read the Pokedex. <laughs> Yeah, but again, I Baloon. think if you... He needs to go talk to Professor Oak and get yeah. his Pokedex updated. <laughs> yeah. Girl, you got a busted Pokedex. <laughs> now, did, uh, did Jigglypuff in this video, like, take the... Because Jigglypuff's the one with the microphone, right? No, did, there was no microphone, no, no reference to the no, anime. Uh, no drawing no. on the face. See, because that is all I think of when I think of Jigglypuff. I think they should have, like, you know... Graffiti should be like it's moving the next one, and it actually draws on the Pokemon's faces. <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, it's self-esteem drop a billion points." I never <laughs> understood that in the in the um, cartoon when like she would get mad and just draw on people's face after putting them to sleep. Uh, like I never, I never understood that. Like, where did that come from? Like, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. I just never understood it. It was funny, but I just didn't get Maybe it. Maybe because she was a balloon Pokemon, and now no, she doesn't she's a do it because now she's po- hairy. She's a fairy Pokemon, guys. Remember? <laughs> she is. She's she always play. was a fairy type. We just didn't know till 10 years later. She's going to come get your Dragon Egg. Yeah. She's going <laughs> yeah, she's she's gonna gonna to kick some Dragon Pokemon <laughs> she's ass. She's kick your Dragonite's I just want to see someone in Pokemon X and Y like level up a Jigglypuff to level 100 and destroy a Dragonite. Yeah, take down a Dragonite. Anyways, it's just a fun thing to watch if you're feeling gloomy. It'll brighten up your day. It's adorable. That's and what I'm here for. I'm here to brighten up your day. Okay. All right. So yeah, we will we will have it linked in our on on the uh, show notes show notes here so that you'll be able to know all these videos and things that we're talking about so you're not completely lost. Um, anyways, moving on. Um, so Australia's banned some games as of recently yes um so we saw again in the past week uh australia has set out its first two bands since they have added in the 18 plus well the adult rating for their games it was saints row 4 which i am so looking forward to and uh oh State of Decay, which was previously known as the War Z or something yeah. Z. Oh, was that? It was. Yeah. It was I it think the it was Day Z. Day Z. No, Day Z was the original. War Z is like they put some money into it and tried. Yeah, to rip it was it off what Day Z. Oh, I thought they. And then State of Decay. Day-Z. It's been out for a while in, in North America, like it maybe did, three or four weeks. Yeah, it's, it's been, original release. I think it was a beta, but not advertised properly. It was very. Plain I haven't Z. heard. I of think it. it's. Isn't it the most? Me either. Uh, isn't it the most popular XBLA game it ever? Mi- I think it's the highest selling. It might be, it might be doing. And well if I'm now. wrong, then no, we'll you're post probably that right. But I just haven't you been, well just haven't be been right. on XBLA I, in yeah, a while. Me neither. But I, I heard, or my understanding, it's very, very, very popular. But yeah, the Australian ratings board um, was just like. No. <laughs> yeah. So a bit of history with Australia. Up until that six months ago, they did not have a rating beyond 15 plus. So anything that had excessive violence or drug references was just outright banned in that country. So you had games like Left 4 Dead 2 was banned, Mortal Kombat 11, the recent one was banned, Fallout 3 was for, I believe, drug references. Um, But then six months ago, they finally gave an adult rating, which everyone thought, great, I'm finally going to be able to play all these games. I don't need the government telling me, you can't play this, it has drugs in it, and drugs are bad. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, so then they they let, like, Mortal Kombat is now allowed in the country. Fallout 
Uh, so does that mean I could go and get my copy of Fallout 3 in Australia now? Well, region locking is still a thing for some things. Not on PS3. I'm just making it another side joke. Okay, ha-ha. Side joke. Um, the irony is that that country was founded by a bunch of convicts. <laughs> Shade. 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 Um, I have ants in Australia. I'm just kidding. But, okay, so it's... not it's a convict. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's no... Um, you said it's it's no drugs and, and no violence. And so then the new one with Saints Row 4, the thing that caused it to get banned. I don't know, Cameron, you're the fan. You can say it if you want, because I right. just thought it was funny. So allegedly it's for the alien anal probing. I have the actual quote from them, and it, it's just about as hilarious as that. In the board's opinion, Saints Row the Fourth includes interactive visual depictions of implied sexual violence, which are not justified in context. Okay, so if there was a good reason for that alien to be probing them, they would be, oh, fine, fine. It's totally okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just this weird thing. I, I can't imagine a place where it's like, n- you are an adult, but you are not allowed to see this. It is not for your eyes. But, you know, you could just go on the internet and see all the anal probing you want to see. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and, God. And they just have to look in their parents' bedrooms, some of them. <laughs> <laughs> and let's bring it back down. Yeah, I just find the, 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 the hypocrisy of it where it is completely okay to have a game like Mortal Kombat where you literally see people's like faces being ripped apart the, the most gory thing, but God forbid you have some satirical drug use in a game. That that is not okay. It just depends on what the grumpy queen on the board had for breakfast yeah. that morning. Honestly, a lot of these decisions. Really, yeah, it's just new it, board. It doesn't really make sense to me. It really opinion. doesn't. Like, if there's a rating on it, I mean, they don't. I mean, do they ban porn? Do they ban like R-rated movies? Like. It's all, unlike here where it's the ESRB, where it's very much just for games, uh, to my knowledge, unless it's recently changed, in Australia, it's, it's uh, TV, movie, and video games are all under one. Okay, uh, so do they not have rated R movies in Australia then? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, there's a lot of shit that goes on in like rated R movies, drug use and stuff like that. So it just kind of seems really weird that they would, like, you know, center out specific games to be like, no. That one is not okay. The the drug use in that game, not okay. But the drug use in that movie, okay. Yeah. You know, it just seems weird. So if you're from Australia, let us know. Let us know. What do you think about your government putting their finger in your pie? And then apparently, and it's not confirmed, but um, their Saints Row, the developers, are making a low-violence Saints Row 4. Yeah. They have confirmed that they are going oh, to do okay. that for Australia, which is another thing that bugs me. They're I mean, not going to put a lot of development time into that and money, but that's still money that could have been gone to like putting more dildo guns in the game. But I'm and sure now they have a dubstep gun in the new game, and gun. literally, do you know how it works? <laughs> so okay, you you charge it up, and it'll go like whoop 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 whoop, <laughs> and then it fires when the drop happens. I think it's funny. It well, is. Too, so at least it's half of us. Guys, you have I don't even. If Australia knows what's good for them, they'd ban dubstep <laughs> right now. <laughs> don't let it happen. Don't let it happen to your country. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm excited for the dubstep gun. But I'm sure to get to get rid of it, it's probably just like putting a comment out on a few lines of code for the. Although you know what? 
who are we to say, or who are they to say who can have what alien anal probes wear? Exactly. Alien anal probes for everyone. I enjoy them with Cameron my morning coffee. <laughs> oh, God. This oh podcast my. got a little X-rated this episode. Oh, my goodness. So you probably won't be able to listen to it if you're in Australia. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, we just lost the Australian fan base. Oh, well. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss the Nintendo Press event that Michael and I went to, and... Uh, Discuss some other things. Be right back. Bye. Whoop whoop. Jiggly. It's a really nice okay, typewriter. From our break. <laughs> oh, are Hi we guys. back now? Yeah. Oh, oh. all right. Uh, sorry, guys. Turn on the guy. Hi. Hi. Okay, we're back. Sorry. All right. So last week, uh, Michael and I went to a Nintendo press event uh, where they showcased uh, Nintendo games coming out uh, this year. Um, they left out games coming out for 2014. So Mario Kart was not there uh, as a playable game, and Smash Brothers wasn't playable, so it wasn't there. Um, so, the games that we did get that were there was Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Tropical Breeze. Uh, <laughs> tropical. No, yeah, Tropical yeah. Freeze. Damn it! Yeah. You got oh. it wrong. Okay, because I made such a point of trying. Okay. Tropical, so, tropical um, Breeze is a drink. Yeah, so there To be was introduced by Dairy Queen. No, when the game comes when out. When the game comes the out. Anyway. In November. Um, so, yeah, there was that. There was... Uh, Zelda, uh, Link Between Worlds, the 3DS game, Mario and Luigi Dream Team, Super Mario, three, Super Mario 3D World. I don't like the name. Um, the Wonderful 101. Oh, you got it the right! Entire, the entire time, I'd be like, oh, I still need to play P100. I still need to play P100. He kept saying P100. I'm like, uh, girl, it's called Wonderful 101 now. Like, it's not... And then I would always acknowledge it, and then the next time I would still say P100. But anyways. Um, yeah, and then Pikmin 3, which yeah. we'll talk about that. It was kind of weird, the mode we played. Or no, I played it with, uh, I had a few friends I recognized uh, at the press event, and I was playing that game with some of them. It was, yeah. Interesting. Um, and then okay. they also had Wind Waker HD and Mario and Sonic at the Sochi Winter Games. But yeah. we didn't play that one. So, so w- when we first got there, uh, we first tried out uh, Donkey Kong, um, which is uh, two, you know, two-player. You can play together. Um, you that can, uses the Wii remotes. Yeah, still. so you can use the Wii remote and the nunchuck. Um, I don't know if it can use the gamepad. I'm assuming it can use the gamepad, but it would. didn't say or they didn't have it there um the game was really it was a good game um i played the the one on 3ds um and it 
controls very similarly. I mean, of course, it's with a, a Wii remote, right? It was on the, the Donkey Kong Country Returns. Um, we did two levels. We did, like, a basic jungle level. That was fun. And then we did a minecart level. Yeah. And that was also lots of fun. And we had uh, some difficulty trying to yeah. figure out how to... Um, to duck. Right? Yeah, we didn't yeah. know that you could duck in the minecart. So <laughs> we got to this part of the level where there's like a propeller and it would just like constantly like eat our life as we were going by it each time. I'm like, how do we like, we were trying to jump over it and like all the stupid shit. But, but anyway. we both have to duck. So it's not just one person's in control of it. So yeah. if like, I think that the game is already hard enough to begin with. But now with like the two player, I don't think you could play this game with someone who who's not very good at platforming games. Yeah, this is a very cooperative game. So don't play with people who don't like to play cooperative games. No, or just play by yourself. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it was lots of fun though. It was. Um, We then tried uh, Wii U Party. Um, We only got to try one of no two. two, Sorry, two of the game modes. Um, So the first one was uh, the table table soccer. Um, where you actually just play on the gamepad and you control. It's kind of like playing foosball. It looks yeah. really cute, but it's so weird. I don't know about you. I thought it was so weird to control because you move all. So in foosball, you have each individual like rung moves each line of players. Obviously, you can't necessarily do that with just one joystick because it's all on one gamepad. Um, and uh, so what you have. Like the the entire joystick moves all of your players, yeah. but then left to right moves, moves. your goalie. Yeah. So the whole time everyone's just fucking moving, and it's uh. it was very it was I mean it was it's an interesting concept. It wasn't it's not I mean there were other game modes of course. Um, the other game mode that we we played was um, this uh, what was Sna- it called? I don't know, but it was like a snap photo, like guess my photo. Yeah. So the concept. Oh, you take a picture of your face. Yes. Right. Yeah. So the concept was uh, you play with four people, you all take turns, and you, you uh, get, you're told to make a certain kind of expression on your face, and you hold the gamepad and you make the, the face so everyone else that's playing can't see, and then afterwards they have to guess what it is. It's a fun party like game. What expression you were trying to make? Yes. Um, so, like Delvin, what was yours about to sneeze? Or? About to sneeze and like just like stupid, silly stuff. Mine I mean, was like pop song on a radio, and it. Oh. Yeah. So it, these are just like the the idea, of course, behind Wii U Party is it's like Mario Party. So it's quick mini games to play to get points, and then you move on the game board and stuff like that. So those were the only two mini games that we got to play. We didn't get to try anything more because there's like. What was like fifty something mini games? I never saw a game board in it, unless it was just the the demo mode it that they just had the, there, was, and so it was just okay, play the games without the board. But I I didn't see a board. Yeah, there, there is a game board. Okay. There is a game okay. board. Yeah, there it's is. just like Mario Party, but, but except me. Okay. Yeah. So Boo. that it was it was okay. I mean, I probably well would that get takes it. out Daisy, so I'm glad if we no one can play as Daisy, <laughs> unless you have a me that looks like Daisy. Yeah, that's then true. then you might have to still with Daisy. So. <laughs> so you're saying you wouldn't feel that this would be sort of the Wii Sports of the Wii U? No. Kind of it's it's not that level of oh, amazingly no. no, no. Oh, okay. That's no. what I... When I it, heard about it, I thought that, oh, this might be that game. But I think there's cool stuff for it. Like, they're, the games are... They're interesting uses. They're really working the gamepad on that one. Yeah. But, I mean, it's nothing that's like, oh, or like... It's not like a very... I mean, it, it's definitely good to play with, like, if you have people to come over and you want to ha- be like, hey, like, come play, like, you know, Wii U Party or whatever. But nothing that's like, ooh, like, 
super amazing in my opinion. It's but, probably our next Christmas. But again, party like game. I said, I only played two games, right? So there yeah, could have been small... there could have been so many other mini games there that probably do showcase it a lot better. But and you know, at these events, you only have like small windows of time to be able to try things, and then they have to get other people to try mm-hmm. them. So. Yeah. Anyways, um, what was the game we played after that? Oh, we did. We, we played Mario. Mario 3D World. 3D World yeah. Um, did you get to play with better people this time? Yes, and we played quite a few levels. Yes, uh, we got more time to play. Um, I think, in my opinion, um, that they need to do some balancing in that game. The reason being because Toad moves really fast, so Toad will, you know, grab everything and, and advance the level faster. And then Peach is really slow, and I was playing Peach, so she's lagging behind. She lagging behind. So I just think that there's like, you know, there needs to be a little bit of balance there. But I, I'm sure it won't be that bad because she can float, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, she can um, float her way through. The weird thing, so when they, because I remember when they made the announcement, they were like, "There are clear tubes, guys. You can see through them." I was like, "Yeah, big whoop." But they use it a lot in the levels where the tubes like break off into like five areas and then to go through that area you have to push it at the right time otherwise you keep going and there are enemies in the tubes Mm -hmm. now as Mm -hmm. well and you have to sometimes shoot fireballs into the tubes to kill the enemies and then go through the tubes and and then you jump up and you collect something and you go back down and yeah it was it's a really new interesting element that they've added so there are new elements that they've added to this mario game it's it's really good it, it, it'll be really fun to play with four people. Yes. The, there was, yeah, because the one level where I felt like um, it was the best use of the co-op was there was like this dragony Yoshi looking kind of thing. Oh, and yes. you had to guide it through this whole kind of water level. But oh, yeah. everyone has to guide it. Like, so if one person isn't pushing anything, you won't be able to move the dragon as easily. And uh, so we were playing with two other people that I knew. And when you're playing with people, you know, it's just it was so much fun, yeah. you know. And there's, like, secret paths and stuff you can go through. So there's, there's definitely a lot of fun in the game. I'm hoping that there are a lot of levels and that it's not just your typical eight-world Mario game. Like, I'm hoping that it's something more than that. That's the thing. For a Super Mario game, I don't like the fact that at the end of each level, there's still the flag and everybody tries to jump up onto the flag mm-hmm. first. Like regular um, Super Mario games like Galaxy, Galaxy 2, Sunshine, I like getting the star at the end of the level, and I'm still really sad that that's But there, there are still the collecting elements. There are still stars. That give and you, they give you points like at the end, and then you know, uh, it tallies up who got the most points, but it's not, I don't know. I like still the collectible collecting. stars. You are still collecting. Not in the way that you want. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Stink eye, so. <laughs> Moving on. So um, I got to play uh, Link to what's the title called again? Uh, link between worlds. Link to link between two worlds. Link between two worlds. Between just li- two worlds. Yeah, just oh. a link between worlds. Mouthful of a mouth, mouthful of a title. The game runs really well when you actually see it on th- playing on 3ds. Like I think it runs at like what 60, 60 frames, frames a second. Per second. Like. It's kind of weird to see like a game on a handheld moves like it's so smooth and so like crisp and like it's gorgeous. It's hmm. very very gorgeous of a game. And the funny thing is, so Michael and I were playing it and he was watching me play it and I was playing it for so long I was like, "Oh my god, this game is so gorgeous." And the 3D wasn't turned on for like <laughs> a good 5 minutes. And then I turned the 3D on and I was like, Oh my god, it's so gorgeous. Like it's <laughs> it's so cool because since it's a top-down view, the yeah. 3D here adds so much. Like it just 
it like it literally pops. It's just like wow. It, you really see the game come out. So cool. I never play my 3DS games with 3D, and that is like the one where I'm kind of sold on it. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it because um, Delvin did a dungeon level, and then oh, um, there's the new ability to go on the walls. That was cool in the puzzles. Yes, um, via hieroglyph. Yeah, so yeah, the, and it literally just kind of shuffles <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that puzzle element is done really well. It's not like there's no loading. Like when, as soon as you hit like the button to merge onto the wall, it's like instant. You just merge right on instantly. There's and the no, camera angle shifts. Instantly. The camera angle shifts. There's right. no like it's very slow. Fluid. It's just like. Yeah. And Very it's fluid. and it's not like it's something just because I thought oh are they gonna only include this in like certain parts of dungeons and like it's in the overworld it's everywhere and you can merge onto any wall in mm. the so entire it's a, it's place. It's a very used element in terms any of puzzles, wall. so it adds a whole other element to, in terms of like how you solve puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna merge into the castle. <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> I don't know, but it was yeah, lots Queen of Queen of the castle. Very excited for that one. <laughs> um, so yeah, you played Pikmin. Yes. Which there was a um, bingo. There's a bingo mode in Pikmin. It's weird. Okay, so you. So <laughs> it's like spaces. I don't. Okay, I don't think it was that weird. I just think Michael didn't quite grasp what it was going on at the time. But, so you didn't do well in it. But it tell your. Impre- I, I won. I won. I will say no, this. No. Tell your impressions of the. Of okay. So my impressions of the game. Um, well, the woman explaining how the whole bingo element worked went through it, A, really fast, and she was too cheery that it was pissing me off. Like, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. So, um, yeah, what it is is uh, you're against somebody else, and uh, there are um, items in, in the world that you send your Pikmin to go and pick up, and then they bring it back to your ship, and when they bring it back to your ship, it goes on your bingo board, and once you get that item, it'll X on the other person's, right? So and basically then, you, go, you both right. have a bingo card yep. that have the same items. Yeah. And then you have to go and collect the item. As you collect the item, it gets a circle on your screen. But it, they cannot pick they it up cannot anymore. They cannot pick it up yeah, anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And the, of course, the, the objective is to get a line. Yes. Right? So and then there's also this extra thing that you can choose to turn on, which is called a victory macaroon. And if you can get the opponent's victory macaroon, which is essentially... It's, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Don't touch my victory macaroon. <laughs> <laughs> it is... It is a macaroon with a flag. It's just capture the flag. And it's an optional thing that you can do. You can... Uh, <laughs> James is just dying here. Go ahead. <laughs> Cameron's thinks, face is just priceless. Who thinks of that? <laughs> victory macaroon. Yeah. The, the victory macaroon. Last so, macaroon in the bakery. Macaroon! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's there. And... Um, if you can bring that back to your ship, then you automatically win that the bingo round. So, so what's so weird? What was so weird about it? That it was bingo and Pikmin. Oh, it, I, I I thought it was good. From I didn't get to play the actual mode, but it was a cool concept when you're playing with someone. If you don't use the victory macaroon, because you <laughs> you have to try to get the collect the items, and then the, the other person, you can basically screw over the other person, yeah. see that. Like even if you're not close to getting a line, but you see your team, your person you're playing with is close to getting a line. You and take you, that item. You go just, just grab take that everything. item. Take everything. Which in some cases can you know completely screw over yeah. what it is that um, that they're trying to get. So I I thought it was good, but you know 
Right. So yeah, it is a cool concept to cool. add the co-op to that. We didn't play the, or I didn't do the single player. I think you did later. Yeah, didn't you? I played the single player. I tried it with the game pad, mm-hmm. and it doesn't play well with the game pad. No, they're saying that the Wiimote and the nunchuck is yes. how it was designed to be played. It plays really well because you just point at what it is you want to shoot at and what it is you want to do. It plays really well with the nunchuck and the and the r- yeah. remote. It's unfortunate that they couldn't find a way for it to work well with the gamepad. Yeah. It goes back to like GameCube days, I feel like. Well, because joysticks. It, that's exactly what it with is. Aiming joysticks was never fun. Yeah. You always throw your Pikmin into the water and they're not water. <laughs> and then they Pikmin, die. And, they <laughs> and then you've got to go pick Pikmin up another, another little tablet. So how was uh, Wonderful 101? Fun. Um, so the weird thing, well, not weird, but the, the cool thing about that one is on the gamepad, you draw um, a shape or a you symbol. draw a shape or a symbol, yeah. and then your um, hero or just civilians who are all with you, like you've got all these people gathered around you. Are they will not form all heroes? Into that. I think they are. They're all know. heroes. They're all but wonderful. You can al- but you right? can also get, Incredibles. you can turn civilians into to heroes. Ooh. Um, it's like, and, a, it's uh, like a makeover. Exactly. <laughs> snap. You're a hero. You're a hero. Makeover. Snap, snap. Snap, snap. And so with it, you uh, um, will make these shapes. And so like if you do, I can't remember what it is, but one will make a gun, one will make a sword. Right, like a Tetris block is the gun, like the L-shape. Yeah, an L-shape is, it, yeah, is a gun. And then so you can use the gun to fire at things. You can use the sword to hit things, but you can also use the sword as like a key in puzzles and open things. And open yeah, things so all the little guys come together into the shape you draw and they make a weapon. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then once it's made into the weapon, then you use the joysticks and buttons to actually do that. But you draw it on the gamepad, and um, so I it's, think, I think it's, it's very. It looks zany. like one of the better games yes. coming out for Wii U. Yes. Honestly, every time I see a trailer for that game, I desperately want to play it. Well, you will be able to play it very soon in September, I think. September. Yes. Exciting. Yeah. So that's a couple months away. Yeah. It is very zany. Good. So. Um, that I, I didn't play anything else. Did you get to play anything else? Because I know I left before. I didn't do Mario and Luigi Dream Team. Oh, I did uh, Zelda Wind Waker HD. And um, what were your thoughts? So pretty, it pretty? in HD. It's very it's pretty. So pretty in HD. Ugh. I want to cry every time I see that game. Really? Why? Because. So, so I watched one of their developer directs from E3, and Aonuma said he wanted to make the sun so that it, you could feel the heat on your face just from playing the game. And I see the sun, and when I see the sun shine on Link's face, I'm like, oh, he must be so hot on the island. <laughs> and that makes me I so worried. I hope he's worried. got some SPF. Yeah, it, it makes, he needs some shade. <laughs> Girl, you need to run to the shade. You're going to get burned. You need to talk to a drag queen and get some shade. Oh, yeah, no. Um, it just makes me so nervous about him. <laughs> It was really pretty, and I never really played that game much, and so I chose I'm to. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> sorry, Michael, go on. I chose to do a, a boss battle um, for the. It's the it's the bird. Yeah, with the um, mask. Yeah, yeah, with the mask and the so similar to what she said in the last episode, the boss battle has just started, and I'm like, I I go to hit it with the sword one time, having never done this boss battle. And then the, the dude at the booth is just like, use the hammer. And I was like, motherfucker, I have like two weapons. I would have figured that out. You know what it probably is? He's probably, he, if, he's a, if he's a guide, and I feel like any game person, any, any person who works at E3 or any of these gaming events has to sit there and watch someone play the same demo over and over again has probably, 90% of the time, 
had someone demo the game, use the sword nonstop for 15 minutes, and then die. So that's probably why. <laughs> so he was just like, use the hammer, get it over with, finish the level, next. Use the hammer. I'm on lunch in 15. I need to get out of here. Girl, I gotta go. Use the fucking hammer. She gotta work. <laughs> she came to work. Work. Uh, but yeah, so it was lots of fun. And having never um, played Wind Waker like that much yeah. beyond the first hour, I am very excited. I'm for this super one. sad I didn't get to go, but I'm sure. Well, I mean, the most like I said, all these games are coming out this year, so you're gonna get to play them all very, That's very true. soon. That's true. That's what was very impressive, is because I saw most of these games last year at their event, and they're still at this one this year. So a lot of the stuff they showed last year didn't come out. But now it is, so yeah. yay. Anyways, um, moving on. So we're just going to have a discussion regarding um, HD ports and remakes. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So I'll start this off by saying that uh, earlier this week, I decided to get the Mass Effect trilogy for PS3 because I saw it was on sale. Um, and so with that, it is like Mass Effect has never been on um, PlayStation. The first Mass Effect has never been on PlayStation. And so it's literally just a straight port like over to PlayStation. Um, but it got me thinking about... Um, HD remakes and and reimaginings where uh, we've been talking about Final Fantasy VII and a remake. Would and Wind Waker is an HD remake. And Wind Waker is an HD remake mm-hmm. where in Wind Waker they're also changing small concepts of the gameplay in terms of um, like the Tingle Tuner no longer being in there but having the Miiverse functionality whereas other HD ports are literally just like here's the game in HD, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just curious on what you guys thought um, with with ports like for Final Fantasy VII, would that be something you would want to see just in HD, or would you want to see like parts reimagined, or what? Well, I would want to see. It depends on what the game is and how it's done. At the end of the day, Final Fantasy VII is a game that there's re- there's really not much to change in terms of gameplay. Just make it look pretty, make it run smooth, make the the summons more. You know, fabulous, fabulous and extravagant, and gay and, and extravagant, and magical. Exactly, but in terms of just all Shiva, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Shiva is my favorite. Just diamond summon. dust. Is that the one that like scissors herself? Yeah, in thirteen. That's in thirteen. Okay. The the best Final Fantasy summon. Totally going off topic here, but the best Final Fantasy summon is Final Fantasy Ten Shiva. By far, I liked eight Shiva too. I love ten. She's in her ice coffin and she. Crashes out and she gets she gets she does a back bend she does like a yoga pose and she throws ice at people <laughs> super fierce anyways but <laughs> in terms of remakes yes that's what that's what I would see want to see in a, like a Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. remake now if they were to remake something else like I don't know give me a game well okay so with what's a game um, you want to see remade yeah that I can think of right now sure. I can't think I of mean because what I was gonna say is I know that this summer there are a few new HD remakes coming out for um, Mickey and the Castle of Illusion, and then um, DuckTales. Oh, oh right. yeah, DuckTales. Yeah, exactly. Something about money, something. And <laughs> yeah, so with, with those HD remakes, um, you know, some people, the Castle of Illusion one, they are just doing like kind of uh, a straight up new new mm-hmm. graphics but they're keeping the same old ridiculously hard difficulty in it and some people in the previews are kind of 
like complaining about it, but then with DuckTales, they're saying, um, like, you know, okay, we're we're just giving you the uh, same old game with updated, like, the story's going to be a little more explained. You'll kind of have a reason for why you're doing some of this stuff. Yeah, a lot of NES games were just like, play. Let's be play. honest, there is yeah. no story behind There DuckTales. is no story. I mean, it was just like, I just like play. Scrooge McDuck. So. Yeah. He's just rich. Yeah, he just runs around. That's the story. But, like, I mean, I would love to see... He's a rich duck. ...an HD remake of every Mega Man. And would you want them to change anything about it? No. Okay. Like, so make it make it look pretty, like, HD graphics. So would you want them to just take, like, the Mega Man uh, from Smash Bros. and just... Put him in a game. Plonk that, yeah. Plonk, done. (laughs) That'd be kind of cute, actually. Yeah. Like, if they, like, really redid it, then, like... So, like... For instance, if you take, um, like, some of the levels, like, a lot of the levels had, like, very intricate, like, backgrounds and stuff like that that, you know, would just look like whatever. But if you put it into, like, kind of like a 3D kind of space and now it's, like, now it's Mega Man inside of this space. and But it's still 2D, but, you know, like, what do they call it? Two and a half D? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that'd be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. How about you, Cameron? Um... I have nothing really against them, but I will say the type of games that I have played and would like to play more of, I, I would rather just see a sequel out of them. Um, mm-hmm. Like the, ga- the original game is still there for me. In most cases, I can still play that and then go back. Yeah, it might be nice to see it in HD graphics, but like if you look at the Halo Anniversary Edition and its HD remake, or however they explain it, really it, wasn't, it, d- it no. doesn't look that much better. So no. I'm like, would I really like to see Mass Effect 1 redone in the Mass Effect 3 engine? Not really. No. no. I've got Mass Effect mm. 3 and I've but got Mass you, Effect 1. With, with some of those, would you like to see improvements? Like for Mass Effect 1, would you like... Make it less boring. <laughs> Girl, don't even look. I know that's a whole other discussion for another day. But anyway, continue on. Um, but would you like to see them change certain things, like um, improving load times? Like that's the thing is when you you uh, port Mass Effect to PS3, you still have the horrible load times and really janky stuff from the Xbox version, and you know you've got a little more processing power. You've already used this engine where you've improved it. But the question is, when are you releasing this remake? Are you going to... Like, it just came out. Like, are you... It came out in November. Right. Um, but, like, are you talking about, like, as a remake to release, like, in five years? Or, like, well, it, to it release, like... Well, it has been like, over five years since the original Mass Effect came out on, on the Xbox. It's a bit ten years old now. Okay, so... No, it it's an, not. It came out in 2006. It's 2013. It's it's old. <laughs> okay, so but like, well, so are you? Th- are, okay, so you're saying like an HD remake of something that was like this past gen, or like no, I or mean, like old gen. I'm, like I'm talking, I don't want to see. No, no, no. I'm talking more old gen. I don't think that something from the beginning of this console generation needs to be remade. I'm just thinking, you know, um, maybe little improvements if you're re-releasing something. Yeah, so. no, I yeah. agree. I, yeah. It's just lazy otherwise, you know. No, I, I hate it when something looks lazy. And yeah, if you're really going to do the HD remake, I completely agree. Fix load times, uh, improve your frame rate, that's a great. But yeah. for me, I mostly I don't need I, it right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't need it. Well, that was my beef with the Final Fantasy VII release on PC and Steam. It's like, I mean, this game has been around forever. The graphics look busted. Like, why can you not just up, 
upgrade it a little bit. You know, there like has even to just be. the texture work. Like keep the models the, yeah, the, the same. Yeah, the fact that the texture just work, just uh, like Cloud's pants are still one solid color. Yeah, <laughs> slightly offensive for 2013. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could, you could. They're still purple. <laughs> like you could do something a little more with them. Put some folds in them, maybe. Yeah, I totally agree. Some wrinkle. I, I think if you're doing an HD remake, it needs to be something from like way back in the day that wasn't mm-hmm. remotely HD. Like, I don't even want to see a PS2 game. Because we have Kingdom Hearts 1.5, Well, Final which Fantasy has... X is coming out again. That's true. I mean, the, the weird thing with the Kingdom Hearts one is, okay, when we look at um, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, which is on this 1.5 uh, yep. HD yep. mix, right, is a Game Boy Advance game turned into a PS2 game, now being re-released in HD for PS3. And so this game is being remade many times. And the thing I find... There's a common culprit behind all these really, really frequent remakes. (laughs) And that common culprit is Square Enix because they're broke. (laughs) They need money. They need money. Although I will enjoy Kingdom Hearts with a I mean, everyone's going to enjoy it. But I think the reason... Lazy ports. The reason specifically behind Kingdom Hearts is they want people to be able to play it. Are you also sure that... I think that the reason some of these ports are, are happening is because Sony took away the um, PS2 backwards compatibility. And so a lot of people who, when they originally bought a PS3, yeah. said, I'm still going to have my library. And then now they don't... So for me, I still have my PS2 copies of Kingdom Hearts, and I had kept my PS3, my old backwards compatibility one, for a long time. And then when I heard they were doing this port, I said... Yeah, I don't need that anymore. I will just play the new one. Well, and not only that, but with Kingdom Hearts, there's the DS and Game Boy Advance games that were part of the, like the storyline. So that's mm-hmm. also why they're doing that, kind of like to merge them all together. Yeah. So that makes sense. But like Halo HD anniversary collect. That's yeah. it's like really. Mm. And in that game, they also had the option. Or you could either play with the HD graphics, or you could have the old low-res graphics. I do think that's cute, though. I think it's a cute touch, but with <laughs> but that it game, really it's like, how much different? <laughs> exactly, that's the problem with it. It's like, oh. Uh, well, so I just bought looks, the same game. It, it looks the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> I think if it was like a huge change, then that would be yeah, cute yeah, yeah, and like yeah. fun. Like, uh, there was, what was it? Uh, uh, Tales of Monkey Island. Yes, that. that was fantastic. You got the chance, like, you could... In game, without ever going to any like option screens, it would just flick back to the old, old ass graphics. Yeah, and, and there was an was achievement so for it. It was so neat. Hmm. Yeah, that's Wait. great. So, we're coming to the close of our podcast, and we're just going to talk about what games we've been playing over the past week and almost well, almost two weeks since we've done our last podcast. So, Delvin, what have you been playing? Um, well, I finally finished Fire Emblem 40-some-odd hours later. Um, it's such a good game. If you have a 3DS um, and, and you've never played Fire Emblem, this is the Fire Emblem game that you need to play. It's a very, very good game. Very good game. It's so well done, and I, I really wish they had done it as a Wii U game, but still, it's a very good game. And also, um, Cameron and I and another friend have been playing Rift, because since it went free to play, uh, we decided to start playing again. Yeah, uh, just to go off of Rift, uh, the free to play on that is just fantastic. I don't know how they're making any money out of it, but I feel like I. Sh- Wait, here's how I know they're making. I money. know how they're. They're making doing money. such a good job. I feel I should give them some money because you can play everything. You get everything. Like, yeah. So it, as much as it's been free to play, I gave them twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you give them twenty dollars? Well, not give them, but you could you buy these like credits in game to like buy stuff 
and the things are like oh you so get it's a prettier it's microtransactions. Yes. Microtransactions, okay. but it's microtransactions but it's not like some other games where it's like here's your microtransaction to actually play this part of the game it's just like you want a mount that's got like tassels on it here yes, yeah. money. yes please kind of so like so like we've we've all bought this like cat mount that has like two tails <laughs> and, and it's really gay looking so you know stupid cat mount. stupid shit like that is what we go and throw our money away at and you know what look free to play has worked they wouldn't have made that money from me otherwise exactly. but now they went free to play mm-hmm. and now they've made money so there's a point so when you do a free to play game if you have the option to not have to get any of these upgrades do you feel like you want to give the developers money do you feel you owe them something or I think if it's done, if it's well done, I'm absolutely more than willing to be like, job well done. Here, I'm gonna buy stuff because you took the effort to make like new skins, like in League of Legends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm totally on board with that. I go off of how many hours I put into it, even if by the end of it I'm not super happy with it. Like uh, Marvel Heroes, I still put around 20 hours into that, so I'm like, okay, I, I got this for free, even though I don't think your pricing model is anything other than atrocious, I will give you $20 because I think the developers did a great job with it. Anyway, moving on to the other games, I'm still playing a lot of Smite. I absolutely love that game. They're really shifting the meta right now. They're changing the map. They're adding in new items. Jungling is, is be a, a new thing map? now. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, the normal Conquest map, which oh, is okay. the standard MOBA map, has been changed. The jungle is completely different. It, it's People will actually jungle now? Yes. Um, they're trying to make it optional right now. Jungling is pretty overpowered. There's actually double jungle is currently the thing where you have a jungler, then you have someone with, like Aphrodite follow them around and heal them while they're jungling, and it's super OP. But anyway. Um, I just, James I, and I are just like... Sorry. I absolutely <laughs> no I, I, idea. I'm just going to keep jungling. Yeah. <laughs> I am in love with that game. I highly recommend it for anyone. And if, if you want to see it... Is that free to play? Oh, yes. 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 It's got a great pricing model as well. Um, if you just want to check it out, if you go to Twitch, t- twitch.tv, mm-hmm. they have a 24-hour stream on, and it's actually people that they've paid. So these are high-quality streamers, and it's fun just watching. I watch a lot of it. Uh, other games I'm playing, I restarted Mass Effect on the PC this time, playing as Jennifer Hale, because girl is it everything. Because you got I a new PC. I love Jennifer Hale, but... She is amazing. I don't know why. I just, I enjoy playing with male Shepherd. Oh, yeah. Because my Shepherd, I just have, like, base Shepherd, but he's hot. <laughs> basic <and> Shepherd. <laughs> it literally is, like, a basic Shepherd. Um, but he's hot, and so if I'm playing basic. that game for three games, I'm going to look at some man meat. Mm-hmm. Man, meat, goodness. <laughs> Basic meat. <laughs> all right, all right, before this gets. And, <laughs> and the last game I've been playing, I for the first time in like years, I downloaded a, a mobile game. It's that Hobbit tie in game. It's That's always advertised on Facebook. Yes, yes. It's I've the never one seen that you this see game. everywhere. And it's, it's a stupid resource know. management game. There oh. is absolutely nothing other than resource management. But it's got nice music and pretty stuff, so I don't know. I'm not giving them any money. <laughs> Fuck them, bitches. <laughs> the, the money that they want is... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's the thing. If, it's, if I'm paying you money so that I can play the game less, which is things like speed up this stuff, then I'm like, all right, I don't want to give you money yeah, for that. Yeah. I want to actually play the game. Yeah. Granted, there's not a lot of playing, and I'm pretty much done on it. Okay. Don't recommend. <laughs> 
James. Do All right. Um, so I'm still playing Animal Crossing, and I'm really excited about it. So many people are playing Animal Crossing. And all my spot passes right now. Every yeah. single yeah. one. Actually, are ridiculous. Animal I, I saw someone on Twitter that I follow was like, guys, I'm logging like 300 hours of Animal oh Crossing. God. It's literally, okay. It hasn't even been up for a month. Like, you're, that is literally almost all of your time and in like, the last month. The amount of Reddit posts that I see that are, are like just random Animal Crossing pictures or moments yes. from Animal Crossing, like, it's crazy. And I feel so, I feel like the odd man out because, like, when I'm taking my 3DS on the subway uh-huh. and, and, like, everyone is like, Playing Animal Crossing, playing Animal Crossing, and then there's me, Fire Emblem. <laughs> At least you're not the basic bitch playing system settings. <laughs> I know, I think it's so funny when you see that. When you're like, last game played, system settings. Or like, Nintendo Sound. Or like, like yeah. what? Anyways. Exactly. So I'm excited because I'm on my second mortgage. I've entered into my second house expansion already, and I'm currently fundraising to build my second cobblestone bridge in my town. <laughs> Of your town. My, the name of my town is Addleton, and um, I, I've also put in a city ordinance for a bell boom, so now everything costs twice as much, but I also sell goods for twice as much. So it's kind of amazing. He okay. came to work. I came Look to at work. you, Because in this Animal Crossing, you get to be the mayor of the town, and I'm doing a much better job than our mayor, because I've already built two infrastructure projects, and I'm also making more money. Do you get to name the mayor? No, like, you're the mayor. Uh, but do you get to name the old mayor? No, the old mayor, like, died. Oh. It's actually kind of sad. Oh. Or he went and retired on an island, which I think is a metaphor It's not for Mr. Death. Rossetti, is it? No, no, no. It's Charlton. <laughs> Anyways, one piece of sad news, and I'm going to give you this photo so you can put it in the show notes. Um, there was this really gay rainbow clown sheep thing that moved into my town named Pietro. Okay, literally, you need to look at So random animals move in, and some of them are more eclectic than others. And a super eclectic one moved in the second day I, I, I started my game. His name was Pietro. He's a ram, but he looks like a clown, and he's rainbow, and he's super gay. And his entire house was made of balloons. It was, like, really crazy. Anyways, like, the Friday of Pride, Toronto Pride, he moved out of my town. Hmm. The gay you knew clown. you'd see enough rainbows that weekend. <laughs> the gay clown moved out of my town during Pride, so I'm going to post that photo because that made me super sad. Um, the wow. other games I've been playing, um, I dug up my GameCube again, like I told you, and I've been playing Mario Power Tennis. I want to play Mario Party Tennis with you. I love that game. Sure. I mean, so everyone's I allowed to. I love that game. I'll bring it over next time, or when you guys come over, we'll all play. Um, but I've actually just been going through all the characters to see all their uh, their power shots, essentially. It's Peach. a lot. Of, yeah. Yeah, with her fucking hearts bringing the ball back to her. And then um, the last game I've been playing is Tales of the Abyss for 3DS. I've started it again. Oh, cool. Because I got. How far I, are you? I'm, I'm only like five hours in because I was seven hours in and then I started it again and, and I forgot. didn't know where I was or what I was doing so I had to reset the game. I know. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Yeah, when you exactly. come back to an RPG like midway, you're like, I don't know where I need to go. That yeah, happened to me that's what happened three to me. times with Tales of the Abyss and I never restarted that. I was just like, fuck it. I already put in 10 hours. If I I'm lose gonna, 10 hours, like... It's going to push through and figure it out. <laughs> I always find the last eight hours of a Tales game are kind of a struggle for me. I'm always just like, oh, I want to play something else. And I'm like, no, you're so close. Do it. So if I'm another ten hours further, it's never happening. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's what I've been playing. Nice. Um, So as I mentioned, I got Mass Effect Trilogy, so I'm restarted on Mass Effect 1 on PS3. And I just forgot how great that game is. Like, the codex and everything's so 
rich, and it's my favorite story of all three Mass Effects, um, just because I really like Saren as a character, and things aren't too complicated, but they feel big enough, and um, yeah, it's it's very engrossing. I forgot about how bad the Mako, the little thing you have to use to drive Fuck everywhere. Physics. Yeah. It, I forgot how bad that was, but it's still um, lots of fun. And then the other game... Oh, I got Resident Evil Retribution on Wii U, and I'm only like 40 minutes. You mean Revelations. Oh, yeah. Okay. Retribution, <laughs> Retribution's the movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, Revelations, sorry. Yes. And how it's, is it? It's lots of fun. It scared um, the shit out of me. I couldn't stop screaming when I played that game. Queen now. Every time an, a, a zombie pooped from the ceiling, i just scream and shut the game off. I, <laughs> I would literally just turn the game off. <laughs> and then press the home button, and then turn the game on, and leave it. I guess, and walk well, away. have you ever really played a Resident Evil game? Yeah, I have. I don't, there, I, I don't know why. I've just lost my edge. Because I haven't played one since 4. Like, GameCube oh, 4. 4, so So, good. when if I you... started this one again, and you're on a, a dirty, rusty boat. Did you get through the boat? Like, no. I told you every time something it was just the demo, though, oh. right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But Never I, didn't, mind, beat the, I, I gonna... didn't even beat the demo. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, like at the like the very very beginning of the game, you're on a boat and you're somewhere else, and then you're back on the boat. And if you're only at that first bit, then you don't need to worry about anything. Nothing's going to pop out at that first bit. No, um, it's just scary. And it's 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 fun, you know. It's kind of that Resident Evil that I really like. It's Resident Evil classic, Four is my sort of. favorite. One, although After in this four one, four went downhill. Yeah, I still liked five. I got like I, I, no I, was, I got it was the all beginning. Of the trophies in five. It was the beginning of Chris, 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 Chris. Hey, I thought Chris was hot, even with his weird fridge. Oh, that arms. roid queen! I thought his face was he's hot. He's, 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 he's hot. <laughs> like, well, Chris is in Resident Evil Revelation. He is in Revelation. Yes. he's all tied up at the beginning, isn't he? S and M. You're trying to find la, him. Na, 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 na. Come on. Come and, on. Okay. So, <laughs> on that note. Uh, yeah. Um, so I've only just played that a little bit. And then I keep... Oh, okay. Yeah. One other thing. Um, Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward. I just got PS Plus um, this week. And that is a free download for your Vita. And um, I already beat this game on 3DS, and I lended it to Michael James. Michael is, as we know, one of the ten people that bought a Vita. <laughs> He's one of the three So Canadians he feels obligated to talk about Vita. Vita. No, because this is, like, one of my if favorite If you own games. a PS Vita, remember to tweet us so we know that you exist. <laughs> yes. Do you, do, you play, do you play Vita? Tweet us. Hashtag VG Realness PS Vita. <laughs> And if you don't have one, could you please just use that hashtag so you can have a good laugh? <laughs> or just, yeah, just use that hashtag to make Michael feel better about his PS Vita. Okay, so Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward. I actually originally got this game on 3DS. I lent it to James. Mm-hmm. Everyone I've lent it to, and especially the, the first game in the series, 999, Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, is awesome. And so I'm replaying it on Vita right now just to get the trophies. The story's lots of fun. And Such a trophy horror. I know. It's it's like a uh, visual novel, or not a visual novel. Yeah, a visual novel um, with um, escape portions. It's kind of like, it reminds me in certain ways of Saw, but it's not gory or, or anything, but it's got this really creepy feel. Well, it's more story. like get out of the room yeah. games. Those in are the, the escape portions. In the first one, yeah. it's more kind of feels 
a little sosh. Again, not not you know gory or anything. Well, it's just because there's a mysterious voice that's talking to you to tell you to do things and get out of the room. So you, you know, and then if you don't, like people actually die in these games too. So that's the other reason. They're M-rated. Oh wow! So it was like Mm -hmm. one of the like three M-rated DS titles. Um, Shock. But yeah, so lots of fun. I would highly, highly, highly recommend this game for anyone um, with uh, 3DS or a Vita and get the first one for DS. That's it for just me. Just don't get it for Vita. Anyways. <laughs> um, Hashtag VG Realness, PS Vita. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, if you guys have any comments, suggestions, anything, topics that you guys want us to talk about, uh, definitely send us a comment, send us an email, tweet us, twat us, Facebook us. We're out there. Reddit us. Whatever, we're there. We'll we'll definitely respond to your questions. So that's it for this week's episode. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.